Thank you for tuning in today on Voyage Through the Bible with Billy G. Nolan, where his heart is to fortify and strengthen your relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this mini teaching, and if you need prayer, if you would like more information, or you simply want to join us as we voyage through the Bible, go to www.voyagethroughthebible.org. Continuing with the life of Jonah, gourds, worms, and wind. We're voyaging through the Bible. Today, lumbering is a big thing in the Upper Peninsula, along with all uh, of the other Great Lake. There's a series of lighthouses. Originally, they were state-owned, but later they become federal government takeovers of them. They are set there for two reasons. They're set to guide away from shallows in the lake, and in bad weather, they're a rescue agent causing ships that get into trouble during the storms to be rescued. The lighthouses were usually remote areas. The people in the Upper Peninsula were totally self-sustaining in these uh, lighthouses. They had gardens and places all around in order to be used. They did hunting. Also, they, of course, got a pay, and they, got, they were experts in their field. The car ferry is one of the last uh, car ferry movements in the, in the fall. It's Christmas time. People that are going to go to Mackinac Island, it's fully decorated. The Christmas lights are up. It's a very important moment at that time. But also, uh, people are bringing gifts and are going for last-minute visits before the winter sets in with friends and relatives. There are people that have summer homes, and they usually, for that brief moment, they uh, put the fire on in the fireplaces, and they leave the house open and enjoy it for the last time for the winter. The overview of the Bible is a story that we're talking about, even God's calendar. This is the survey of God's timetable from the beginning of time till after time is no more. The quest of this overview is to explain to a doubting heart what a new heart looks like. The Father God had a plan and Jesus enacted the plan and the Holy Ghost is the power of that plan. Gourds, worms, and wind. The gourd was the kind that had an overnight growth on, a, on them. They could sprout up really quick, and they would come out in full bloom and would dissipate very fast. God shows his kindness to even to a non-deserved person like Jonah. This plant grew up to 8 to 10 feet tall and had large leaves that protected Jonah from the sun. Jonah was glad for the shade. He became very excited over the fact the shade, even though he had nothing to do with it, and he was still a very angry man. He was angry because he thought that the Ninevites may repent. 
He was selfishly glad over the comfort that he had had with the plant. In the morning, a worm was appointed by God, and it came out and it destroyed the plant. The sun rose, and there was an east wind from the desert. In Ezekiel 17.10, it has been planted, but it will thrive, and it will not wither completely when the east winds strike it, whether away the plot where I grew it. Jonah asked God to kill him. He asked the Lord to cause him to die because of the gourd. Did Jonah have the right to be angry? I tell you, no, he didn't. But he was. First Samuel 16, 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider the appearance or height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Therefore, judge nothing before the appointed time and wait until the Lord comes and he will bring to light that is hidden and is in the darkness and will expose the motives of the heart. At that time, each will receive the praise of God that is required of them. We're back at the prodigal story. Understanding the message of the prodigal is understanding many things about Jonah. In Ephesians 6, 6, obey them not only to win their favor when, you, when their eyes are on you, but as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from your heart. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. And his father went out to him and pleaded with him. The double-minded man is spoken of in James 1.8. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all his ways. And he said to them, if any of you has a sheep and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will you not take hold of it and lift it out? In Romans 6.3.6, 6, certainly not. If there were so, how could God judge the world? The whole point is being still. Psalms 46.10, he says, Be still and know that I am God. I will exalt among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. In Habakkuk 2.1, I will stand at my watch and station myself at the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer that I may give. In Mark one thirty-five, verily, very early in the morning while it was still dark, Jesus got up and left the house and went off to solitary place where he prayed. Be quiet yourself. Be quiet. Begin with an outer quietness, a quiet room, a quiet place, some people like even a little music. The inner quietness is that you make the room for God to speak. You're being quiet so the Lord can speak to you. It's a little harder to explain than it is to experience. Focus on the Lord. Banish thoughts that are urgent in your own mind. Emotions, feelings, those kind of thoughts, circumstances, and all those things prowl in your mind. Banish them from your mind. 
Let me tell you a story. We're in Texas at a conference, and a prophet needed a ride from Texas up to Lincoln, Nebraska. There's going to be special meetings there. He wanted a ride. So we decided to go straight up there, and he got in the back seat, and we noticed that as we were going in the hill country in Oklahoma area, that our heat gauge started going up. He didn't know about it. He was in the back seat, and he began to worship and praise independently, without thought. It was just part of who he was. And he began to just worship the Lord, and as he worshiped, the heat gauge went back to zero. He'd stop worshiping, and we'd talk for a while, and the heat gauge would start to rise again. And it would continue to do that all the way up to Nebraska. We didn't tell him what had happened. He just seemed to be full of the Lord from all that worshiping that we were doing. Went to a meeting, and there were many people filled with the Spirit, many people born again. It was a great time, an unusual time. And then we're on the way across Iowa to Illinois, where we lived at the time, and the car didn't heat up. And that car never heated up all the time we owned it from that time on. So I'd like to finish the statement, be still and know. Out of your stillness will come a knowing between you and God. Sometimes it assists, sometimes it is enormous trust. Sometimes it's just loving communication. How does it sound? Always sounds like the Lord. It sounds sometimes challenging. Sometimes it's a challenging moment. But it will flow into you and begin to flow out of you. There's a moment like a river, like a stream, like a cold air in a summer day. It's a movement of God that works in you and through you. Hebrews 3, 18 and 19. And to whom did the Lord swear that he would never enter into the rest, not to those that were disobedient. So see to it that you were not able to enter into the rest because of unbelief. And then in John 15, 4 through 9, Remain in me, and I remain in you. No branch, branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. We have a feeling in our souls, loneliness, joylessness, dullness, lack of wisdom. Loneliness is no, is no communication with the Lord that can happen. Joylessness is no worship and exaltation of the Lord. Dullness is no memory of the word of God connected to the Lord. The lack of wisdom is no meditation between me and the Lord. I'm going to give you some of the best advice you probably will ever hear. Be like a little child. It's time that we should stop being so world conscious, lending ourselves to our fallen nature. Our need is to become God-conscious, opening up ourselves up to the Holy Ghost in the great presence of the Lord, 
beginning to lead the great life of prayer, the power life, the wisdom life, the kindness life, the Jesus kind of life that is wanting to spring up into your life, the opening up of the power within us, linking it with Jesus, the Holy Ghost inspired, the Father God approved. This is the kind of life we need to hear from the Lord. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast from Billy on this episode of Voyage Through the Bible. This journey and its many adventures lead you into the mysteries of creation and man, not only to know the Bible, but to experience it and live it. If you would like to sow into this ministry and be a part of somebody else's journey as they learn about God, please visit our website, www.voyagethroughthebible.org.